Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And guess who I have here today? Melanie Salvatore August is here. And Mel, welcome to High Road to Humanity. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. She's here. You guys, this is a cool book, Yoga to Support Immunity. And I don't know about you guys. Yes, is this a cool book? And I cannot wait to talk to her. I've had this book. I've been reading it before the show. Like a couple of weeks ago, I started reading it because I just think this is really awesome. It's Mind Body Breathing Guide to Whole Health. And um, this is something I think we all need because we all, Melanie, we forget to breathe sometimes. 100%. That's the first place. That's the first place we start holding our breath. I'm really glad you're here. Before we get into it with Mel today, I am going to talk about a couple of things that I pulled up online. This is High Road Humanity. The first thing I pulled up, which this is crazy. It's a massive inferno is billowing toxic smoke from a recycling plant known uh, as a fire hazard. It forced evacuations. It's ordered for thousands, officials say. It could burn for days. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. I pulled this from CNN. A massive fire emitting toxic smoke from an eastern Indiana recycling plant. A mayor said had been a known fire hazard. You know, why do we know this and then not do anything? Anyway, has forced evacuation orders for about 2,000 people as it is expected to burn for days, city and state officials say. Now, early air monitoring results are expected Wednesday. Wayne County officials said plastics were among the items burning at the Richmond plant, and the smoke is a thick black column. And I saw this on the news, and it's just crazy. They had to evacuate. Did you see this? No, on the news now yeah they had to evacuate all these people because it's just black smoke it's crazy crazy so blessings to those people and yeah. we send prayers to them i um i have to always pull something fun because you know we have to make light because life is not always easy check this guy out he is a uh he's in the hospital look i, I wish i could do like really cool things he's a moose <laughs> this is a moose and he's in alaska you guys, if you're listening to me on the podcast, I'm showing a picture of a moose and he's in Alaska. And these amazing animals are simply part of the scenery, even as it turns out in the hospital. So check this out. Fancying a snack from the foliage in Anchorage province or Providence, Alaska Health Parks Cancer Center. It was last Thursday that a moose decided to walk into the building. Its hooves were no impediment to the motion activated door. And soon the security staff had to get on the intercom to warn visitors, patients, and staff that a moose was on the loose. I like that the best. A moose <laughs> was on the loose. <laughs> However, the announcement served mostly to draw people in to see the moose, which wasn't the first ever entering the building, nor has it only been members of the deer family. So this is something that happens all the time. Providence has also had bears try to enter their facilities. Oh. But the Providence Health Park has an extra special visitor. Um, they love the moose. Security managed to get them out of there pretty easily wouldn't that be cool uh, now I will say I uh I moved to to a really cool place and I 
woke up one morning and I had a whole er herd of elk by my house. Wow. <laughs> I'm out there taking pictures and stuff. They're anyway. huge. Elk are huge. I know. <laughs> Not just like deer with big antlers. They are big. Yeah. And they have yeah. white butts. That's how you know. <laughs> That's how you know oh. they're elk because they're all, but yeah, there was a ton of them. It was, it was really cute. Let me give you some information about Melanie Salvatore Aga. She is a former comedy writer. I think that's cool. She's a veteran yoga meditation teacher. She's a Reiki master. She's a mama of three. And she's an author of Fierce Kindness, Be a Positive Force for Change, Kitchen Yoga. This is cool. Simple Home Practices to Transform Mind, Body, and Life. And now this new book, Yoga to Support Immunity. You know, I want to ask your story. You are born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and you're Italian. I love that. And um, I, you have a joy for life, and I can tell that already. But my biggest question for you when I first, you know, got the book is, you know, how did you know? I guess, how did you know the immunity and the yoga thing? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tell us your story. I, like, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. How'd I, you figure this out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> well, um, you know, on my journey... Um, I like to say I'm a pusher from way back, meaning, <laughs> meaning one to like go the extra mile, right? One to burn the candle at both ends. So mm -hmm. one to the a pusher, I'm just going to push myself. Right. Okay. And after many, many years of pushing, my body said, that's enough. And it was like game over. So it's like, you know, I had, um, you know, three kids under the age of, I don't know, at the, at the time, six, I had an infant on my lap. I had signed on to do a book, you know, and I was so sick, just like my body was like, that's it. Like literally I'd be laying on the floor trying to move the car back and forth. I have three boys, you know, with the oldest, like I, you know, can't figure it out. And the doctors, you know, lovely, amazing people, but couldn't really figure it out either. And so the meds and the things, it was just not working. Okay. And so then I started to kind of lean, I'd already been teaching a long time yoga and studying. And I was like, okay, what does Ayurveda say? What does yoga say? What is, what is it that I have not been doing that I know can help? And so I started to break down slowly, like what it is, you know, okay. it starts with, and then learning, okay, what's the science behind that? So we talk about a full and complete breath. What does that do for the chemicals in my brain and my body? What does it do for my immune system? And I started to create a program for myself. It was very slow, but slowly, surely I started to get up off the floor. <laughs> I, I started to change. Um, so, so can I stop you? So yes, please. I want to ask, you had mentioned before we started the show, you have an autoimmune disease like I do. Mm -hmm. I like and to speak healing from it. I'm you not like to say healing, from healing it. from it. I'm not keeping it. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Uh -huh. Well, and the reason I bring this up is because I do too. And I know there's a lot of people out there who have autoimmune, all different. Lots. You know, I have Graves and I think you said, I hope you don't mind if I say you have Hashimoto's. My daughter has Hashimoto's. It's almost, it runs in the family. Mm -hmm. It's hereditary. Yeah. My mom was diabetic. Like, did you have, was your mother, did she have Hashimoto? She mm -hmm. did. Thyroid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thyroid. And this is common. So continue on. I just wanted to mention that. And it, and it is common. And that, that was what inspired to write the book. Um, and Lisa McGinnis, wonderful friend, uh, publisher, she was like, okay, you're, you're on to something. Mm -hmm. And then COVID, COVID happened. And the, and, and the publishing company was like, but couldn't all these tools work for like everybody all the time? And I was like, yeah, totally. 
And they're like, well, we should open it up to everybody. Um, And so, yes, it's a long journey and, and I've helped myself and I've had the honor of helping many hundreds of, of others personally, one by one coaching in classes and, and that way. So that's what created the book. Well, I need to understand, and the audience does too, because this is a really good book. I want you guys to say, to understand this. And she gives poses for clarity, different things like that. But I guess my biggest thing is for me personally, and I can only speak for myself. So I would ask you what I think the audience would want to know. I got myself, I have a yoga mat and I turn on the TV and I find my channel and I'm like, okay, and I get down <laughs> yeah, on the floor sure. and I do my thing. And it's hard because it takes a lot just to get to that point. Right. Yeah. But when you get up, you feel good. But I want to do that with your moves because I could tell by reading this, you've spent so much time like yes. refining. Yes. That I don't want to just turn on any yoga show. Okay. Now I want to, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. So is there a way, I think you had mentioned in the book and forgive me if I don't know this, is there a way I can download it so I can listen or watch you or something I like that? I love that you're asking that, Nancy, because it's been a really interesting, I, not yet, not yet for listening. To okay. okay. It's coming though. And there's okay. you know, sometimes things, the path is not straight. So it's okay. That has not been straight, but I love that you want it because I'm trying to get others convinced in the publishing house that that should be audio. It should be an audio. Well, yeah, because I'm a novice. I have done my elliptical. I've done my, uh, I have a, a Peloton, but now I'm older. I hate to say that. And I need, it's not even that I'm older. I'll take that back. It's that I learned that I need to stretch. Yeah. Something different, something different. Talk about this. I mean, what's the difference like between me doing or person doing their elliptical or their Peloton versus doing yoga? It's a whole different ballgame, isn't it? It is. It is. And and though I love that you say stretch because I feel like that's what like many of our friends, they think like, oh, I'm not flexible. You know, yoga is for the flexible. Right. uh, Really is about um, intention and mind body connection as we're working out. So really, you know, if you're doing your Peloton very mindfully with intention and you're breathing very mindfully and you're slowing it down, you could even call that yoga. You no, could- I'm rocking oh. out while I'm on my Peloton. I'm <laughs> sorry. I just want to say it has its benefits. I think it's a yes and situation. And when we're looking at the yoga practice, we're looking at how you're thinking, mm-hmm. how you're breathing. And then how you're moving and not just moving as in strengthening or stretching, how you're moving with skilled action through your whole life. It's not just on the mat, you know, it's, it's, it's every aspect. So I would, you know, it's exercise program or way of living. Yeah. It's a way of living. Okay. Now here's what I want to ask you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So is it possible to integrate? Like I'm thinking, oh yeah. Like maybe I do, like, do you do yoga every day? Yes, because I'm living yoga. But that's what I want to do. But I, I don't know how it's, to do that. Yeah, and I can help you. And cool. so, so how do we live our yoga is like yeah. the, the big you, the question, right? Yes. And I feel like first it's changing the mindset okay. of an hour class or an hour and a half. And it has to look like this, it has to look like Lulu. I love Lululemon, but right. And you know what I mean? It has to look like that first. That's the first thing we let that go. Right. It looks like 
mindfully curating your day with intentionality and looking at your micro habits. So a big part of the book is micro habits. And so looking at, you know, how you're moving through your day, which I'm happy to to help with more specificity. But before I do that, Mm -hmm. it's then you start to insert in your day. uh, If you're using asana, so yoga means to connect mind, body, soul. It's to yoke them. Or stretch them. It's to yoke them, right? Mind, body, soul, yoke. So when we say yoga, yoga can be anything as long as you're syncing up mind, body with intention. Got it. So you could do asana, which is stretching part of yoga or strengthening part of yoga. You could do your asana. Absolutely. You would do it, you know, maybe right before your Peloton or right after your Peloton. And you give yourself 11 minutes. I like 11. You give yourself 11 minutes eight minutes, something like that. And you very intentionally breathe and do some of the postures to help massage your abdomen and, and move your lymphatic fluid and stretch your muscles and all of that. Now, Mm -hmm. when you're doing this, yeah. Is it automatically just help your immune system? Is that what this is? Yes. Okay. And there's a little asterisk. (laughs) Well, tell me what the asterisk is. Audio asterisk is if if it's intentional. If you have your mind and your body and your breath connected, Mm -hmm. then it's going to help shift your nervous system. And that's one of the main links. So that's the asterisk. So if you're just like, stretching and moving, you know, it's, it's a little different. If your yeah. mind somewhere else, you're, you're watching whatever you're watching. You're watching okay. last of us. That's just, just stressing you out. That's the zo- new zombie show. If you're watching <laughs> that and you're doing whatever you're doing, it's not going to have the same effect. Okay. Yeah. I can't watch zombie shows. Oh, <laughs> so scary. Yes. Some of us can't do that. All right. So you've got in here, some stretches in the beginning, but then what I really liked about this, this is a cool book. I love all the drawings and stuff because I'm you. visual. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of people are visual. That's See this, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See this. She gives you these uh, integrated sequences. So if I want to, this is yeah. a balancing meditation, which I think would be really cool. Mm-hmm. So I could just go through the sequence. Yes, 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 yes. So, so I try to make the book so you could access it at any point right? Some of us are just so busy. You don't have time to go all the way through. So you're going to find at the end of each section, a little section that says, if you only do one thing, do this, something like that. Okay. Only do one thing, do this. And then I, of course I give you three things. Well, I like how you go into deeper inventory of the tendencies and daily habits. They can make or break us. I want you to talk about this. And this really hit me when you, I read this. You say, years ago, a wise friend said to me in passing, only repeat what you want to continue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, that hit home with me yesterday. I was like, that's true. Because we're such creatures of habit. We just keep doing it. Yeah. And so so our mind mind wants to create the easiest, most um, energy efficient patterns. So our brain will make things into automation as much as it can which is lovely and is not lovely. So yeah. as soon as we start to repeat something, we're going to make a connection in the brain and the brain will attempt to automate it. 
And so that's where we start to really look at, you know, how are we intentionally thinking? And I know that for many friends, that's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? How am I thinking? Like, how do I even listen to how I'm thinking? You know, like it, it could be even a new concept. Well, awareness, we have to be aware of our thoughts because whatever we think, whatever we feel creates our reality. And people are starting to realize that, but people are starting to get it. I think so too. I think so too. I I remember being a kid and seeing a bumper sticker sticker that said, um, you are, you know, uh, oh, darn it. I lost it. I'll remember it. But something to the effect of like, you're not what you think. But you are. Yeah. Yeah. You create your own reality. It's really crazy because yeah. you can start over. I, you know what I like is that you can start over every day. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love it too. I agree. On page 96, this book, I wrote this down because this is a three minute daily. Mm-hmm. See guys, I think this is really cool because this is what I need. And a lot of people need because we don't have time. Yeah. Because I got to do a show. So she's got a three minute daily here yeah, where daily sequence. Mm-hmm. And I like this. It's a mini sequence standing version. I just feel like, and I just want you to talk about some more. I just feel like we don't stretch. Mm-hmm. Why don't we stretch? And we need to get up in the morning and stretch and move our bodies. And we don't do that and move our bodies. You know, uh, I would love for everyone to think of the spine, right? That place tailbones, the top of the head, because it's going to include, include the neck. That's our fountain of youth. And when we've been still for eight, nine, whatever hours, right, it gets inflamed or stiff, depending on what we're consuming food-wise, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to move the spine in all directions every day, at least once, the very minimum. Okay. So that daily sequence is exactly that. So sometimes when we think a stretch, yes, you're absolutely right, but I'd love to take it the next step. It's okay. move the spine. Move the spine. We're moving the spine. If we move the spine, so let, I'm just going to, you know, say it, you're going to round it. You're going to arch it. Okay. You're going to arch. You're going to go to the side. Okay. Lateral stretch. You can put the arm or not. You can go the other side. Right. And then a twist. When you twist, lift your chest, get really tall and then rotate the rib cage. That's the part that gets really stiff and he'll lift. Right. So we have to rotate. Okay. So those, I mean, that's not very much. No, it's not. And it would, it makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference when we do it. And we know we're doing something that is good for us. There's becomes an intentionality to it. Mm-hmm. We're wishing ourselves well. Mm-hmm. God, it took me a long time to get to this point. <laughs> me too. You too, to wish yourself. When did you realize? I, now I have a question for you. So mm-hmm. you start doing this, you start figuring this out, trying to figure yeah. out, okay, wait a minute. At what point, like, what was your aha moment on this whole journey with the kids and you don't have any energy? I mean, mm-hmm. what changed for you? What was it that, what was that? To be I, I, I would say that there were many aha moments, right? To get to, to where I am now, and I'm still having aha moments. So I'm, you know, still. Cool. Still learning. Yeah, yeah totally. we all are. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. Let's, let's be clear. Still learning. Um, and I have to say that it was very early in my yoga journey where I went to a class. I was in New York. It was years and years ago, okay. 25 years more ago. Yeah. And I lay down at the end and I was so anxious when I went to that class. I didn't go there for exercise. I just like, I'm coming out of my skin here. Mm-hmm. Anxious. And then we had the lay down thing. 
the Shavasana course was a lay down. And I was like, oh, geez. But for like a few moments, I got quiet. And there was some space in between my thoughts okay. and the moment. And that space began to grow. So I realized that the big aha was like, wow, I'm not my thoughts. And I can direct my thoughts and I can change my mind. So all of that started to lead where I was like, I can change my mind. I can change my mind about Hashimoto. I can change my mind about how much time I have. I can become very intentional and I can start to look at those little building blocks moment mm -hmm. by moment by moment. Mm -hmm. A huge building block is your breathing, our breathing, my breathing. No, and I got to ask you something. I find myself, <laughs> I hate to admit this. I don't know if everybody else feels this way. I find myself like sometimes just not breathing. Just like, I'm like seeing, like talking to you right now. I could, I'm like, oh, and when you say breathing, I'm like, then I'm aware. But it's like, I'm not even like, talk yeah. about this. Why are we like this? And how do we change that? Because it's mm -hmm. beneficial to change it, isn't it? It is. It's, it's super beneficial. I feel like, you know, not to make it like a wide universal or, you know, generic statement of sorts, but this aspect of many of us have been programmed to wait for the next shoe to drop or to be afraid, right? Yeah. The fear is pervasive. And um, there's actually a very interesting little filter in the, the brainstem. It's called the reticular activating system. I talk about it a little bit in the book. Right. I like a little science, right? Because it's like sales. You're like, right. oh, there's the science. I'll do it. Right. Right. Our reticular activating system is trained to look for fear. And when we are scared, our breath becomes shallow. Right. And we pull in. And the blood, it shunts to the muscles so we can be fast, right? So I feel like it's a chronic stress response holding the breath. Mm -hmm. And it's so buried. In it's a protective. It's protecting us. Yes. And I think like, instead of being mad at myself for not breathing or any of us, I just want to support everybody being kind to yourself. Like, oh, baby, because they're that kids inside, right? Oh, right. baby, in your breath. Breathe. You're safe. Well, and you said something that, you know, I used to make fun of, and now I totally agree with that. We all have an inner child and we need to love ourselves. And we have never been taught to do that. And now people are starting to say, okay, you're supposed to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. I mean, isn't the world changing? Isn't that amazing? The world is changing. Yeah. The world. And I love that take. I love that take. Again, we can either train our eyes, our heart, to see mm -hmm. what to be scared of and live that reality, or we can train our heart and mind to see the, the, the possibilities to see what, what the solutions. And so that's a big aha. So talk to me about, you did a section on detoxification. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And is that just for like foods that we're eating? Cause I will say that um, your body doesn't lie and your body always tells you what's up. Yeah. Now the detoxification, I think is, are you mean that for like processed foods and things like that? Do you mean it for like alcohol? What are you talking about here? Such a great question. So I'm not a, a dietitian, and I say that and I kind of giggle because I've 
I met some dietitians where I'm like, really, you think that's a good idea? I don't know if that's a good idea. Maybe um, they read it in a book and believed it. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I feel like there's so many ways, as many people as there are, are there ways to consume food? Mm -hmm. um, I will say, yes, I'm, I'm definitely of a support of like whole foods, uh, clean foods. Yes, live foods, um, stuff that has prana or life force in it. You know, something that's very processed does not. We can feel that. We can feel vegetables and fruits yeah, and stuff like yes, that. Exactly. exactly. That said, I'm not a dietitian. So it's like that's so in the book, I don't go there really at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking for the detox for two main components. One is how we think. One is how we think. I love yes. it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to say it. I'm, can I say a little bad word? I don't care. Okay. Shit. It's yeah. <laughs> okay. It's so for the it, shit that we think. It's, that what you're it's, saying? it's like, you know, we got to change the channel. But when you hear, you know, the use of the Sanskrit word mantra, mantra is basically changing the channel. Man means mind, tra means weave. And this is a very powerful yogic tool. Some people call it affirmation. Some people call it redirection, right? But to shift from the shit, clear mm -hmm. it out and redirect, redirect to nourishment. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I love when it. You say that I do affirmations every day. Wonderful. And if I don't do them, I'm not the same person because that vibration of what you say, and it goes into your soul and into your just body. And, and, you know, it's all connected, all of that. So I just really like that you did that. Um, I want to bring something up when, since we're talking about detoxification, I am, I stopped eating sugar because I had to, mm. I was getting, uh, I was being, my body was really, how can I say this? I think just like you, you knew something was wrong and you had yeah. to fix it. I was starting to have issues and I realized it was sugar because diabetes runs in my family. Sure. And it was so to the point where I just stopped. Like, that's enough. Mm. And it's like you, and I just said, that's it. Mm. You know, no more pop tarts. I love pop tarts. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. There's always no more pop tarts, no thing. more cookies, no mm. more, but it's really down to, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because you have to almost get to a point where you love yourself enough. Now we're back to that point. Yeah. You got to love yourself enough to love your body enough to want to be here in a healthy state, yeah. stop eating the Pop-Tarts. And yeah. that's what I had to do. Yeah. I had to say, okay, this is crazy. I want to be healthy. I want to feel good. I want to be able to walk. Yeah. I don't want to have yeah. issues. And when you're diet, if you get diabetes, it can cause you hundred percent all these problems. My sister's actually has a diabetic clinic. So I know. Wow. And when it runs in your family and it's like, you know, but it's hard. Yes. It's very hard. Well, talk about diet. Anyway, that's what I want yeah. to say about sugar. Cause that just I happened love recently that. and it's not easy because it was Easter, but I didn't need any Easter candy. Good for you. And that was hard, but yeah. I mean, and then people were like, Oh, I gave it up for Lent. Well, I didn't lie and say I gave it up. For Lent. <laughs> I gave it up because I wanted my, I wanted to be healthy. Well, and to me, that's yogic. Now, okay. not, not the giving up part necessarily, that's not, but that you're in alignment, that your right hand and your left hand are working together. There's no cognitive dissonance, right? Because right? for so many of us, our right hand is cleaning up and our left hand is messing up and we're not in alignment. Our body, mind, and soul are not in alignment. Mm -hmm. They're not yoked. 
Yeah, you know, we're back to that. I love it because it's all spiral, Nancy. It just keeps. It's not a straight line. It's like yeah, we go into it and and then we think we're somewhere else and we come back to it, and it's we're constantly evolving yet mm-hmm. we're circling. Mm-hmm. And so that, it. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm so glad. But that but that is why I built the book in the way it is because it, we keep coming back. Mind, body you know, intention, we keep breath, we keep circling. It's not this like one chapter and that's it. We no, it's a combination. Breath. It's yes. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you're going to be here on this planet, I mean, you might as well be healthy and the way that and sorry, not to get crazy. Cause I have to be careful about what I say, but um, as far as, you know, our, our healthcare system, I mean, it's really hard to even get in to see a doctor. I'm almost to the point now, I don't know how you feel, where I'm just like, really, um, like I got my Manuka honey and, sure. you know, all different self-care. Like I have yeah. supplements and, and I don't, I, I think a lot of people are doing that. Talk about that. Cause that's self-care. That's like, you know, Absolutely. and everything that we're talking about is self-care. And what we're talking about is empowerment. Yes. So yes. If I had to put a cat, a care, you know, category for the book for me, really, it's an empowerment book. It's an empower book. It's like, listen, friend, you are a self-cleaning oven. You are a self-healing machine. We just need to get you aligned, your mind and your heart and your breath and your body and your actions. And mm-hmm. yes, there's always going to be that dissonance. Like we're human. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. And the more we can get your micro habits in place, the more you're going to be sovereign over you Yeah, and feel empowered. Yeah. Right. So it yeah. is rebellious. You know, yoga has always been a form of secret rebellion. It's I love it. commonplace now, but it wasn't for thousands of years. It was a secret practice because it put power in the individual's hands. And why was a secret practice? Because they didn't want people to be powerful. They wanted them to be controlled. Just like, right. Just like today. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's same the, thing. It's a human kind of uh, situation. Right. And so yeah. here we are now it's become much more commonplace, but still the practices can be kind of whitewashed to be something that's like a exercise program of some sort, which has its value. Yeah, but it's and not, yoga. that's not what it's not about. All. No, not at all. Not mm-hmm. How did you get into it to begin with? Can I ask that? Uh, sure. Well, sim- I think similar to you, because I, I hear that we have simpatico, um, that as a young person, as a preteen, you know, I had a lot of intuition and mm-hmm. I, you know, received a lot of information and my mom and my grandmother were very intuitive and um, you can call it psychic however you want to call it. Uh, And so I had a fascination with anything that seemed counterculture or seemed in the spirit realm. So I was doing a lot of reading as a a preteen and a lot of meditation right in my little bedroom in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I love it. A lot of affirmations, a Shakti Gay one uh, was like changed my life, her book, Creative Visualization. Um, Maybe I was 12. Gosh. So I started early and, um, and I was, you know, it was when I kind of, I got deeper into, um, entertainment. I think I'm going to put it like that, but acting and that for whatever 
worth, it kind of, I allowed it to separate me from me. I, it became like I was became, what am I supposed to do next to make other people happy and to do what I think I'm supposed to be doing, right? So you were a comedian, you were a stand-up comedian? I, I did sketch, mostly sketch and wrote sketch. I uh, love it. I think it's great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the comedy store in LA for really uh, years and oh yeah, the Upright Citizens Brigade in New York and LA. I was at um, Second City. Yeah, it was fun. Laughter is the best fun. medicine, right? It is fantastic. And I think I had, I had some good ideas, meaning that I thought if I could just help someone think and I could help them laugh, then I'm going to help the world. Um, and it, it was not my path, but all the tools I learned there are now the ones that support me really helping my friends. And I figure everyone's my friend, even if we haven't met, and I don't know your name. You're still my friend, help my friends now. Right. So, um, I feel like I diverged a little bit, but you know, my, my, my whole journey has been a part of where I am now all the years. I love it. Well, yeah, because that makes you who you are today. So the energy you do energy work too, like I do. Yeah, yeah. My it's I see I, I don't know where the seeing comes from. And if I put pressure on my seeing, it's not the same, but I see. Like I I I see auric fields and I always have to a certain degree. So you can see my aura. I can. I can see certain certain parts of it. Okay. And if I put pressure on it. It, it kind of goes, no, 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 no. This is not, this is not an ego. Like, you know, but if I'm very quiet, I can see, or if I flash, I'm teaching people, I can see, I'm like, oh, there's something happening here. Let's, let's add this tool to help move that stagnation in your lower belly that I'm seeing. I usually mm -hmm. see gray spots. Well, it's interesting because I'm talking to you and having this conversation and I've had some issues with my right foot. I'm just going to say this. I'm going to be honest. And so since I've been on the Zoom with you, I've been having energies running out my right foot. Like for some reason, were you being here? I don't know what it is, but it's releasing energy out my That's life. That's fascinating. And what I will say is the right side of your body, it's you're so right. Your right side of your neck and shoulder is where I see a little bit of, like, I'm only seeing you right from, from middle mm -hmm. up, but mm -hmm. I, I see. So I wonder, is there any, do you have a pinched nerve in your right upper neck or shoulder? I wonder if there's, it's not just your foot. It's, it's, it's the right side. It's the right side. So I wonder if you're sleeping, you know, really basic stuff. It doesn't have to be like something like. Yeah, no, you're right. It's right here. Oh my God. <laughs> You're exactly right. Yeah, it's right here. It's right yeah. here. But it's the oddest thing. You know, I'm very, and I'm really into energy. And but yes. it's just the, I've never sat with anybody before and had energy shoot out my leg like this. And I didn't know if I should say anything or not. It's the joy that's going back and forth between us. Is that what it is? It is. I'm being healed. Oh, God. I love it. Well, you know, and that's, it's true. Um, we all have to really take care of our bodies. And uh, I, I was asking you about your journey and putting this book together. But at mm -hmm. what point, kind of never said, like, at what point did you're like, wow, it, I'm good again? Like, how long did it take you to kind of change it up a little bit to become? You think the, 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 the everything. Um, it really, even though it was slow and consistent, mm -hmm. not that long. Once That's I nice. paying attention, right? Okay. So, so it didn't, didn't take us, let's say a year. Let's okay. say a year. And then I started to be like, wow, I have 
more energy and it's fragile because our habit habits, our habit of our thinking, our eating, our moving, all that stuff, um, it has, for many of us, has deep grooves. Mm. And so when we're making new grooves, they're a little fragile. So I always try to be like, if I fall off, you know, any, I just hit the mic, sorry. But if I fall off any micro habit, and I know it's an important one for me, I try not to fall off for more than one day. Okay. Because every day after one day, it gets much harder to get back on. And it's almost like starting all the way over again. Right. Well, no, no, it's hard to start, right? Friends, it's hard to start. That's the hardest part. But once you get going, it's much easier. So what do you suggest we do? Like, you know, tell the audience, like if we, we get your book Mm -hmm. and, you know, tell us kind of, I don't know, give us a little preference on how we should begin. Okay. So um, first, if we go on that train, if we, you get the book, right. If you get the book, Um, I'd love for you to touch the book and feel the book and know that you're doing something good for yourself and take every time you touch the book, take a big, deep breath. Okay. And push the belly out and in. Just push the belly out and in. And I hope you're breathing with us now. I can see you're breathing. I'm breathing. So even if you don't open the book, but you hold the book. And every time you hold the book, you take a deep breath, a couple, three deep breaths. You're on your way. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's just calming down too. Totally. You know, we just need to chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's best to do this in the morning? Hmm. Um, if we get asked that all the time. <laughs> if we're talking about, and well, I want to clarify, what's this? Stretching? Moving well, okay. We, we got mind, body, breathing practices. So I'm like, mm, it's all day. But morning is great because we have a lot of liminal thinking. We have limitless thinking in the morning. We're okay. So yes. once we get going on this, what you're saying is then we're more mindful of our movements and our breathing because we're doing the practice maybe in the morning or evening or whatever. But then yeah. what you're saying is then you carry it out through the day. Yes. Okay. And because I get it. I get it. the same okay. amount of stretching in the book or exercises in the book is the same amount of mind inquiry. And it's the same amount of breathing. So that book that you're holding is not just about stretching, not at all, or not just about physical movements. Right. Really like it's, it, uh, some of it is a little uncomfortable because I'm going to ask you like, what are you doing on a habitual? How are you thinking on a habitual? I know. I was, I was like, oh, <laughs> she put, you, you like, put oh, us on the spot. I don't, well, you I don't know. People, yeah. yeah. You make people think. Which I'm hoping. Now I, I want, there's, there's two things I'd like to share okay. and uh, they're so simple and you might not even think of them as yoga, but they're one of my favorite yogic tools. Okay. okay. And one, one is scraping your tongue in the morning before you drink water or eat anything. I know. I know. I know. We're all like, what? You're not stretching the spine. What do you mean? Like brushing your teeth, like brush your tongue? No, I'm saying take a spoon or if, you know, you get excited about it, you could get an Ayurvedic tongue scraper and scrape from the very back of the tongue all the way down, both on the sides, front, all the way. That's where the tongue scraper is good because it comes around that way. Great. Why do you do this? Now the tongue 
similar to the spine, right, has all these pressure points and energy and connection to all your internal organs. I didn't know that. You're scraping what the liver and the body has pulled out, the toxins. And you'll probably, most of us have either a gray or white kind of yuck on there. So we're scraping it off. And while we're scraping off, we're evenly massaging all those acupressure, which are called marma points in yoga. And we're going to scrape all the way down six, seven times. Real in the morning before you have a cup of coffee, anything. Before coffee, but ideally right in the beginning before anything goes in. Got it. So you're going to clear it out. Otherwise, when you go, this is the next step is to drink at least, at least 16 ounces of water. Okay. If you start with eight, fine but at least 16 ounces. Okay. Right? Room temperature. Okay. Room temperature. Yep. So okay. I up at night, actually, I pour mine at night ready to go. Oh, look at you. Okay. Got it. Right. That's when we start to look about micro habits. So you, you get up, you go use the potty. <laughs> I'm forever going to call it potty. My kids are going to be 50. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Potty. Once you have um, kids, you call everything. Yeah. Right, potty. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, Use the potty, take your, have your scraper and your water set out, scrape, get all that gunk out. Otherwise, so what do you scrape with like a spoon or something? Maybe Well, you can start with a spoon. And then once you graduate and you're like, I'm doing this on the regular and this feels good. You buy a $6 stainless steel tongue scraper. You can get okay. them anywhere. Okay. anywhere. Okay. Get them at Walgreens. You can, if you can't okay. find it on Amazon. This is like totally it. new, man. I, but you know what? This makes a whole lot of sense. Oh, well, first of all, just practical. You're going to pour that crap back into your body. Your body just cleared it all out. It's sitting on your tongue. Get Nobody ever told us to spit or get rid No, of it's Ayurvedic. It's yogic. These yogis know. So you want to clear it off. The second is we're going to stimulate the digestion. You're also going to stimulate expansion in the lungs because the lungs are on the side. They coincide on the side of the, the tongue, your intestines, like everything. You're going to scrape it, stimulate wow. your digestion. That's going to help your metabolism. So anyone who cares about metabolism, scrape your tongue, not brush it. You can brush later. Scrape. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to yeah. increase your metabolism in the water. You actually lose weight. Yes. And if that's something you're interested in, this is detox. This is smart. This is in alignment. When you drink that nice, clean water, I'd love for you to see yourself doing something loving for yourself and clear. It's like, you're going to pour that water down from the top of the throat down to, to the bottom. Like visualize a cleansing is what you're saying. Yes. And then okay. ideally, ideally you drank enough water to go have a bowel movement. And then okay. now you're cooking with gas. Those are three, and I did more than two. Those are three Ayurvedic yogic habits that'll help you be intentional, will help you detox, will help you be light of mind, body, soul. Wonderful. I haven't even done one down dog yet. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, you haven't even stretched. You know, I'm so yeah, glad you came on today. Fine. Me too. Well, no, because we, we need to learn these things. We need, you know, we're changing, we're evolving you know, humanity is changing. And I just, these are so, these are little things, but they're so important. Yes. Yes. You know, um, to our bodies and everything. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to ask you before um, we get out of here today. The book is wonderful. I want to know, are you teaching this? One thing I want to say, wait a minute, before, before I move on, you talk about, you do a thing where you're singing, there's a singing meditation Mm. and it's Satanama. Mm -hmm. Sanya? 
Can you? Padmanama. You got it. Okay. Okay. So talk about that really quick, because I'm into the voice and the vibration. And I I found that interesting that that was in there. And why did you include this? Uh, Well, I included it as, as you know, that vibration is very powerful. Um, It helps shift the nervous system. So humming can help regulate your nervous system. So friends, you know, you're in your car, you're anxious or whatever, just start to hum. Mm, You don't have to do ohms or any of that. Just hum. Mm. And okay. it'll start to soothe your whole mm. system. So we could do a whole program uh, or in a whole program to heal somebody just on deep breaths and humming. How long do you hum for? As long as you're willing to do it. And what does it do? It balances, does it balance your chakras or yeah. what does it well, do? Well, yes, yes, it can. But yeah. I would go for this like physical body. It's going to help um, increase just... your nitric oxide and it's going to help um, open up all your passageways, your capillaries, your oxygen intake, your oxygen into your cells. It's going to help regulate your nervous system and move it into what's called a parasympathetic nervous system response, which means rest and restore, which will boost your immune system, your digestion and your hormone function. It's going to help you feel calmer, which is going to help cognitive function. It's going to help you use your frontal lobe and, and be able to use that higher mind instead of the back, the, the lizard mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. The reptilian right. mind, you guys. Yeah. Amygdala. Then we're going to move into the frontal lobe. So it has all those benefits. We're also, especially hmm, we're here, we're near the thyroid. Mm-hmm. We're near the thymus gland. So sternum bone down two inches. We got the thymus. I like to tap my thymus gland every day. It's in the book. And hum or om. That's your immune system right there. That's your main friend to the immune Yeah, system. and that's why, and I've got the, why do we always have, why don't so many people have, um, not that you know everything, but why do so many people have um, autoimmune disease, you think? Yeah. I feel that's like a big question, but I'm just a big question. And of course, I don't know. I have no, no idea. And what I think is it's, it's the, mm-hmm. the fear that's been fed through the nipple. I agree. You know, as you're doing this, I got to say something. I can remember, I'm going to age myself a little bit here, but I can remember growing up, people always went around humming and people don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like there is, I, I, you know, when I have to say, I I'm a culprit of saying, Hey, you know, please no singing, no more humming and singing around me. When I was younger, I'd be like, that's driving me crazy. Um, and I think that you're right. Well, yeah. Think about it. it. Growing up, I always heard people humming and now I don't. It's the weirdest research. Huh? Maybe we can help it research. I know. That's what I'm thinking. As you said that, you know, or if somebody's humming, you know, they're happy. Whistle yeah. while you work. That's what it makes yeah. me think of. Yeah. Yep. And it's because it's soothing. We're soothing ourselves. I love that. Whistle while you work. Hum while you work. I'm going to start humming. <laughs> and then singing is wonderful too. Just sing out, Louise. Sing out. Like you get your, your oxygen moving. I know. I Get love to sing too. It's stagnant fun. air out of your lungs. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I'll sing in the house by myself. Do you do that too? Sure. For sure. Do you sing to your kids? I bet you sing. Um, I do. And to their dismay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to get out of here for a few minutes, but um, talk about this. 
what has been the reaction? Have you taught some classes? Sure. What's going I'm, teaching on? It, I'm teaching it all the time. I I'm love teaching it. it all the time. And okay. I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, like my schedule is full. It's, it's great. Nice. This is, this is my studio. Beautiful. I, I know. Thank you. I call it the homestead. Um, because it's on my homestead, right? And, I and where are you? Can I ask I'm where you are? I'm in Northern California. You're yeah. in California. Okay. Yeah, cool. I'm in Northern California. I'm, you know, I'm kind of a distance from San Francisco, you know, half hour, 45 minutes. And I'm okay. I'm in a little unincorporated area. Sweet. God bless. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. People have like turkeys and goats and things and all over. Chicken. I love it. I love um, it. Yeah, I love it too. So I teach online. So okay, you, how do we find you? How do I, we I find coach you? Many friends each day. I have transformational program that's amazing. So okay. MelanieSalvatoreAugust.com. You and, guys, did you hear that? MelanieSalvatoreAugust.com, and that's how you're gonna. Okay, do you have classes that we can I attend? Do. I oh. do. In fact, May fifth, there's a real big relaunch of this studio, and I'm going to have all lots of accessible classes. Cinco de Mayo, you guys. Yeah, it's you know, it's an auspicious day. Um, and again, like, just reach out to me. I'm super. Like, I feel like we're all friends. Yeah. And if you, you know, and I'm talking to you, of course, Nancy. Like, we're friends yes. now. Yes. Yes. Um, but friends out there, if you're like, I need specific help. I, mm-hmm. I want Mel to look at me. Mm-hmm. I do 30 minute and hour long coaches every day. And yeah. Now on a you, program. when you look, I'm sorry, I mean to interrupt your thought there, but no, when you, no. I'm all excited. So when you look at somebody, just like when you looked at me and you saw, you, you can look at somebody and say, okay, this is what you need to work on. Sometimes, sometimes. Okay. And it's like listening. It's just like listening, like a really good friend and saying, okay. I can hear that these things are helping you and I can hear that those things are not. So how do we take the things that are helping you and how do we add tools that you probably are not aware of, but I have and thankful. And if I don't have them, I look for tools. And how do we add those tools into the things that are working for you already? And how do we amplify that? Got it. Got you. Wonderful. And help yourself. Yeah. Thanks, Melanie. What's next? What's next? Uh, What is next? You know, I'm launching a 300 hour yoga teacher training. So I teach yoga teachers. So I have a 200 hour. And so right now that's my focus. That's your thing. Yeah. It's kind of a big thing in the, in the yoga world. That's a huge thing. 300 hour yoga (laughs) teacher training. So we're launching that in July and I have amazing partners for that. Rachel Scott. She's amazing. If you, she's also author and Gil Headley, amazing functional anatomy, like, like stellar. Wonderful. Well, you know, and as you say this, I just want to commend you for your work. And I want you to know that when you said that, what I saw was you teaching all these other people to go out into the world and do what you're doing. And that's just magnificent. I think that's, that's that's exactly, that is my, that is my intention and my mission and I help others and then they help. It helps me sleep at night. Yeah. I can feel it. That's what you're doing. You're sending out, it's like your little soldiers. You're sending them out there. It helps me sleep. I know what we're doing and that's what you're doing too. Yeah. This is right. This is my deal. Right. To try to help. Mm-hmm. Yes. What can we do to help humanity at this point? What yes. can we do? Yes. Yeah. And good stuff is happening. Yes. Melanie Salvatore, August, thank you for coming on our show. Yoga to support immunity. Everybody needs to pick up this book, you guys. This is Nancy Earle. This is High Road to Humanity. Everybody take care. Have a terrific week and we will see you next time. God bless.